Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2019, we've been welcoming guests onto Cultaholic Island. Guests who have been choosing three of their favorite wrestling matches. Now it is time for a return trip. I'm Tom Campbell, and this is Desert Island Graps Revisited. A journey has culminated here tonight from spinal surgery, from knee injuries. The Texas Rattlesnake could be called a bionic remnant because we're deep in the heart of Texas. And Stone Cold is going to challenge to become the top man in the industry. All this is a very partisan Texas crowd. Austin is revered. He is a folk hero. Austin has reached legendary status in his home state. Thus far in the career, as Austin t- not taking his eyes off of, off of the rock. Thus far, the rivalry between these two extremely, extremely popular superstars. Back to the island. We are welcoming back previous visitors to Cultaholic Island who picked three wrestling matches that they love and they wanted to watch while stranded here. And I thought it'd be quite nice to catch up and watch one of them with our guest today, who was one of the very first people who joined us on Cultaholic Island all the way back in 2019 for the World Court Fire. It's only flipping former ICW World Heavyweight Champion and host of Wrestling Daft Grado, isn't it? There he is. Well, hello there, folks. That's your sale right <laughs> enough. No heard that in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd get it in before you. How uh, you doing, mate? You all right? Aaron, I- I'm all right, mate. I am sitting here. Uh, now over a year since I last touched a wrestling ring, I am four stone heavier. I am breathing like a big fat fucking janitor. I my IBS is is playing up. Um, I need a haircut. I need a shave. I look what we call in Scotland. I look mock it. That's a word for I look dirty. I am. A bit uninspired right now, I must admit. It's a bit deflating when you see all your pals in America. They're all going back to shows and they're putting on masks. 
With Azur here, it still very much looks like, well, it's going to be another five, six months before we can even consider wrestling in front of, you know, so many people in front of in a wee community town hall. So I man, I'm missing wrestling. I'm missing it. I, I try to watch as much as the new stuff as possible from a podcast. I find it difficult. I won't lie to you. I'm quite. I quite like AEW. I, I, I can't. I can't watch Raw. I struggle with Raw. I struggle with Raw. I struggle with SmackDown. I like listening to. I like listening to your podcast. I like listening to Cultaholic, and I like I podcasts and, and YouTube shoots. That kind of keeps my love for wrestling still burning. If that's a phrase. Life is a mess. <laughs> I tell you what, mate. See how the weekend before we stopped wrestling, I was like, the song is really doing my tits in. I was like, this this you song is annoying. New? Well, not because it's got to the point now, Tom, where as I miss it and I want oh. to blast it. I want to blast it. I, I, I am honestly, I would. Uh, if I could, I would set up a ghetto blaster in Morrison's car park and use the guardrails that they're using for COVID procedures and I would run down and do my entrance in Morrison's right now if I could, mate, because I miss it. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. We'll get there. We'll, you know what? Like, like a few, a few people... No, it's, it's like a few people will go, oh, this, this is great. And it is. And it's real because we've all basically... We're all coming out of this sort of child around the edges. After an unreal like year and a bit, and it's still not quite there because, as you say, we're not back wrestling yet, are we? Properly in the UK, a few companies no. have teased, "Oh, we're coming back," and we go, "Um, uh, it's." I've accepted a booking for July, and I'm like, and, he, and the, the promoter, he's a lovely guy, but he's wanting me sign contracts, and and I'm like, is, is this even going to happen? You know what I mean? I suppose I get it. Can't I booked a haircut for April, and I'm not even sure that's going to happen. <laughs> exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, but you know what? We've got to just keep keep believing. You know what? We, we, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time, and we're gonna inspire. My my mission is by the end of our time today, Grado. I want to try and make it make a furtive attempt to rekindle that fire within mm-hmm. the soul of one of the most entertaining people in all of British wrestling. Oh, and, 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 if he tur- know, and if he turns up, great. But if not, it's just me and you, Grader. Well, do you uh, know what? This this match is... is <laughs> this match is, like, my favourite match. Did I say that? Did I tell you this before? Look, so this is one of the three matches that Grado chose to be stranded on a desert island watching. What are we watching today, Grado? Today we are watching The Rock versus Stone Cold from WrestleMania 17. Amazing. Houston, we that have a match, that, 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 that match will be, uh, that, that match was the best. What, do you want me to keep talking? Then? I don't know. Would you, would you, was that well, the intro? I'll tell you what, let's, this is what we're going to do, right? So right. it's not just me and Grado, or Grado and I, they're going to watch this. No, no, no. You are going to watch it with us. If you have the WWE Network as a, as a website or Peacock or however you do it these days, uh, I encourage you to scrub to three hours, one minute and 46 seconds in. If you are on the network, it is the section called the rivalry between Stone Cold and The Rock. Between The Rock and Stone Cold. That's the section if you want to tap on there. But it's three hours, one minute and 40 seconds in. I will give you a second to do that right now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. We are going to chat about this. We're going to talk about Grado's. We're going to talk about Grado and watching and his first time watching this again. We'll talk through it. We'll have a lovely time. And you will watch along with us. And on go, on the word go, we will all press play at the same time. So in three, two, one, go. And of course, we have to start with the most iconic wrestling music video of all time. Do we not? This for me is wrestling yes if if was this music video brings back so many memories so many good feelings whenever i feel down or i want to kind of feel good about wrestling you stick on this if it's wrestlemania season if you just want to rekindle your your childhood this is the build-up video that you play it's kind of it became its own thing like the My Way music video is something that like people parody and stuff now because there's Aye. nothing. This was this was unlike any anything else they done. They'll you know, one is a great year for music videos because we'll get loads of these throughout the year. I think if 2001 gave it gave us a weird WCW invasion, but it gave us a great year for music videos because it was the same year that we got Hello, my friend, we meet again. Yep. We had the uh, old- 2000. What else was 2001? Did we get um? We got Marlon Manson. We um. Beautiful people. The fight song, possibly. Fight well, that song. down fight song for invasion. Song. But do you know what? See when? Do you know what's funny, Tom? Right? Wrestling has see music videos in wrestling. I believe you look at the amount of programs that you watch now. Sport programs, right? The likes of football. If you've watched a big game, it's a it's a packaged wrestling video. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The highlight of it. Everything has been inspired for wrestling pay per views. It's took its own kind of. I, I believe. This is like one of the original music videos. And you know what I mean? It's branched out to, to other sports, other entertainment. Even when you watch Love Island, if you watch, if you want to know what happened the night before, they, they patch it up like a, a wrestling promo video. I'd love, a, I'd love a Love Island promo, which features somebody getting a rock bottom and a stunner. Oh, that would be perfect. You By the way, I'm, I, I, I need to say I'm a big, big fan of Love Island, to be honest with you. That's my guilty pleasure, but we don't want to be talking about Love That's Island. That's all right. That's all right. But so- you know what I was telling I was telling you off there, I was telling you off air that, so basically the guy who made this music video is a guy called Dave Sahadi, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Dave Sahadi worked with the WWF for like 1985 till 2003, and he left, I mean, 
this is a cultaholic followers, they will be going, all right, Grado, we know this, we know this, because I know you are all smartened up. <laughs> listen, but listen, here's the deal. One of the best things, I don't like to go on about it, but I am once wrestled for a little-known company just outside of Nashville, Tennessee, called TNA Impact Wrestling. Now, <laughs> Dave Sahadi was part of the TNA team, and I swear to God, Tom, every week, I would bug this guy about music videos <laughs> bug him i'd go how did you manage it what did you do like how did you pick the songs and see just picking his brain it was one of the best things best experiences because this is amazing mate so did he, did he give you anything on on why he picked limbiscuit my way so i think he, he he told me once that they get like a list of songs that they can use you know it's, i think they had a deal with they had a deal with record companies where they would go, these are the songs that are going to be promoted in the next couple of months. Do you fancy a, what do you fancy picking? So it was a matter of that. However, um it's funny but like <laughs> it's funny but because he had he had a little um he had a, 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 a an assistant and he told me in, in my log he went like that he says by the way he's talking shit he never made the my way video he just takes the credit for it so <laughs> I've exposed them on this podcast, but it's just worth noting. Scandal. Absolute <laughs> scandal. Shocking. What about this? Held Finkel. People. People. Look at wow. that. people there. Tom, what, what, what were you doing at this point at this when this happened? Time, okay, I, I can picture where I was in my mind. I'm going to ask you the same question shortly afterwards. I am back home in Worcester, where I grew up. Um, me and my younger brother have stayed up to watch WrestleMania. He's fallen asleep. I'm still going. I've uh, I've got an energy drink. I don't drink them anymore because heart palpitations. But I am just glued to this. This mm-hmm. this was on this we paid fourteen ninety five on Skybox mm-hmm. Office to have this mm-hmm. on the big telly downstairs. The big telly downstairs. Even though I had to go to college the next day. Screw that. I did go go to college um but i stayed up very late to watch this wow the volume is very low because everyone's asleep yeah oh my god what? just at this point like every fiber in my being is just pulsating because this is this is the biggest match on the planet this is and, the and, biggest and thing that's ever gonna happen in wrestling this was the penultimate no, that's not right. Or the ultimate. This was. Yeah. This was WWF. This was the attitude, the tail end of the t- attitude era. But this was the biggest, man. This was the biggest. And you know what? Just a wee side note. I love that music. I love that disturbed version. A lot of people it, it prefer gets a bit the original. Of hate, and I like it. I think it's I where he's going. Love this. I love this. Oh, there's Errol. Lovely Errol. He's a great, great referee. Right. So. Um, but look at this, man. Look at his eyes. You? Where were you? Where was that? Me. I was the exact same as you. I was, I think I actually remember because it was, was it 18 or WrestleMania 17 when I got my golden retriever? I'm sure my golden retriever had just been bought. And I remember having four double chocolate muffins and my first ever tub of barbecue Pringles. Wow. That's that's, 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 that's the gods they are. I think at this point I'd maybe, you know, I, 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 I can relate to being quiet. I remember having a, yeah, yeah, because mum and dad were in bed and I had school in the morning. But when The Rock comes out like that, The Rock was my guy. And look at his eyebrows. Look, at his, he's obviously been to the, 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 the beauty salon on the Saturday, maybe when he was in getting a wee tan. He's obviously had his eyebrows done and he just looks 
And he's also he's also trimmed his sideburns at this point. He doesn't have the long electrifying sideburns. Yeah. When did he lose those? I it couldn't have been long before this. And look at this man. That was that was what you done with a belt. Look at that. I did exactly oh, same with a bum bag. The world. And do you know what? And we on we do the the classic SmackDown review um, on the Cult Arctic podcast. Me and Matthew Gregg from Botch Media, and. Um, we look at Rock at this point. We're in 2000. We're looking at Rock at this point, and we're going, "Look, this is the guy has the world in the palm of his hand. This isn't even his final form." No, you know, he would be like, "This is minuscule compared to where the Rock would go, like mm-hmm. life-wise, wrestling-wise, whatever, movie-wise." And look straight away now. Here, this is now. So before we get into this, so you're the, you're pulling for the Rock, aren't you? You're all full steam ahead. The Rock at this point. Tom, 100%, I am going for The Rock. The Rock yeah. was my guy at this point. What about you? Well, I was The Rock at this point, but I'll be happy to be better obscure company and say Steve Austin, but I was very much The Rock. I love Steve Austin's comeback story. Like the whole, like, it did feel like he fought back from injury to be here. And, but The Rock had just carried the company. And I got quite annoyed on this night because the crowd turned on The Rock. And I get Tom, why, because we're in Texas. That's so funny. I'm the exact same. I was even gutted the year later as well when he was getting booed against Hogan because I grew up being a Rock guy rather than a Hogan. I've always felt sorry for The Rock. Yeah. But look at look at this, man. Look at the... How exciting is this start? You know, there's no, there's no messing about. It's just, there we go. Oh, he's like, gone for the stunner there. I like the fact that they're, they're blatantly ripping off Grado, Rockstar, Spud, and TNA. Oh, they, they totally are. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god loved, loved your work in that I think we talked about it on Desert Island Grapture they kind of see shake it by them I don't blame them <laughs> well, that was good. it was good times it was good times Paul Heyman as commentator replacing Jerry Lawler Jerry Lawler had uh, left the company in quite dramatic fashion about a month before this um, we are following the, the, the sacking of his, his girlfriend at the time Stacey Carter how do you feel about the dummy, Paul- Paul Heyman on comms this time. Did you were you appreciative or did you think we needed Jerry Lawler for this moment? I don't think we needed the king for this, mate. No. I think this will go down as Heyman and JR's high the, the swan song or whatever you how do you say it? Is it a swan song? I don't know. But this is Magnus. Aye. Semper Paratus. This is nah, do you know what? Because actually when you hear, if you go back and even listen to a raw from that era. You don't think about the. You instantly think about WrestleMania 17. I think Heyman and GR together. Do you get what I mean by that? Yeah, definitely. What I love is that Heyman would say in, in interviews afterwards that like he was put into this role and he, and he wanted to 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 get JR back because he felt that JR had been coasting. So he would always needle JR when JR even had like half a thought that was sort of half-hearted he would poke him to really get his gander up get his dander up just to wind him up and i love paul Heyman for because because i love jr and i've talked about this on podcasts but i i feel like with aew i can't help but feel a bit sad hearing him like Mm. it doesn't feel like jr you know is that me and i think i mean for me I love GR, right? And I love Crabbit GR. I love Crabby, as Conrad <laughs> calls him, red ass GR. I yeah. love that he's an old Crabbit shite. Do you know that? I love that because he is, he's the sort of guy that, you know, if your football went into his garden, instead of handing you the ball back, he would fucking put a knife in it, you know, to, to warn you know to come back to the to, <laughs> to the street. That's the kind of impression I get after GR. Um, 
but you're right, mate. I, I, I know what you mean. I wouldn't say he's phoning it in, but he's kind of... Uh, look, look, we know what he likes and doesn't like in wrestling. Mm. He doesn't like that style of wrestling. And, he, then, and like, I think sometimes he doesn't want he, to bury yourself by selling it. Yeah, but there's part of you that goes, you work for the company. Like, get the product over. Like you do here. I... That's just my thinking, because because you know you know we've both done stuff with commentary, and you just like mm-hmm. I just want to get the product over. I don't want to expose when it's not the full ticket, you know. Aye. By the way, I we mean, had uh, Superplex fifteen minutes less than fifteen minutes. Is this good? Is this is this gone well so far? I've never reviewed a match before. Is this all hey, right? This is great. This is just us, yeah, right, this is us riffing and watching all this go down. I, I'm I'm happy with it. You know what? See, one of my one of my, my kind of moments where I was gutted, right? And this is me just putting myself over and telling my way, my own wee JR story. Do it. But you all, you know that JR was booked for World of Sport. I don't like to talk about World of Sport, but we we oh look at that! Look at these punches! Look at these punches! Look at that! And here he comes, ducks it through. Have, oh, literally just gravity not asked. There you go. That's so intense. Look at that. And the crowd, like, it's weird because, like, every time the rock's hitting a move, like, there's a cheer that is immediately just like blanketed by booze. Like, someone throws like a like a like a fire blanket over any any positivity for the rock. Do you know what? I'm looking for the I'm looking for the Wayne Rooney sign. Do you remember that for WrestleMania oh, 17? Mania, did it say? No, it said it was Wayne Rooney. Oh, I'm thinking it's because it was. I'm sure, no, no, when it was the winner, Rooney, because that was before Booker T was. And there was, there was a, there was a, a gorilla sign in the crowd that was somebody mania. I seem to remember. Tell me a hmm. JR story. Oh, no, it was just one night when I was over for WrestleMania weekend and I had and I hung a bit with, with Jeff Jarrett all that weekend. Nice. And we went for dinner and it was me, JR, Jeff Jarrett, JB. There was Barry Bloom, Goldberg's agent and stuff like that I and mean, when he was he was superb with me i was because I, I had been drinking all day right and i get excited right and i was popping everybody and trying to be funny and this barry bloom was going you remind me so much like james Corden. you're the next james Corden. you're the next james Corden, right i was loving it but gr was hating it man Why? and i remember him basically pulling me aside and he was steaming and he was basically telling me like because <laughs> he was like you didn't know that um you know, Jeff has been told by ITV to put you as the main guy. I don't agree with it. Right? What? <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't say exactly that, but in a roundabout way, he was going, I mean, you're the comedy guy. Da, da, da. And he probably was right, to be honest with you, right? But just hearing GR say that, I just remember standing there like a wee boy, just going, cool, right, uh uh-huh. that's fine. I'll re- I know, I, I totally get what you mean. Uh-huh, no, that's fine. But Does he not, did he not break you? Because that would have ripped my soul out. Oh, mate, you stayed for years, bro. Used yeah. to that stuff for you. Oh, by the way, did we miss? I always remember. I'm sure Matthew caught it with the old um, where he slips the, he slips the blade. Oh, I say? think we've. Oh, there's there's, there's Errol putting it back in his pocket. Just keeping it subtle, Earl. Mm-hmm. There's a, a ref that you've worked with at TNA. There, oh, your mate Earl Ebner. Did he ref? Oh, did he ref man. your monsters ball? <laughs> no, he was your monsters ball, Grader. <laughs> he, he, he he was away by then, but Errol Hemner was the best. Mm. Errol Hemmer was the nicest guy ever. And he was honestly my biggest supporter there. He honestly, we had, and I'd get steaming and I'd go, we'd sit at the bar and I'd go, you fucking screwed Brett Hardy, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd go, I didn't know fucking screw you. <laughs> he 
was he was brilliant. And I, <laughs> I remember one time. I remember one time as well. We, I, I, I filmed him talking about me, and he was like, "Gredo's so entertaining." He's a breath of fresh air. And I went, oh, I didn't expect that. Errol, can I get a wee cuddle? And he went, fuck you. Fuck you. I work with you. I'm not your lover. <laughs> Just the nicest wee old man. Loves getting drunk. That's ice. Right, let's I stop love... putting... Look at me putting myself over, man. I need no, to stop this. I, look, I, look, this I is get not... too excited, mate. I get too excited. This is just. This is me finding an excuse to hang out with, with Grado and watch This is making wrestling. me feel good. That's that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. We've all been denied wrestling for ages. We need to remind ourselves why we love the bloody thing. Here, here we can are. we talk about... Uh, did we ever talk about it in Desert Island Discs? Did we ever talk about you, uh, the, the Biggin and Wigan? Did we talk about the Biggin and Wigan? I think we briefly mentioned the Biggin and Wigan. I seem to remember that we played a clip of it. Oh, I played a clip of it in the edit. But um, that was good times. I think. I like, would say, Tom, <laughs> I would say, if I don't... If I, if I need cheered up, then I'll watch The Rock versus Austin build-up music video. And then if that doesn't work, then I'll watch the Biggin and Wigan commentary yes! by yourself. Yes! Is he I, a poor man's Jeff Hardy? Is that what he was it? Is it's it, because he is a poor man's yeah, Jeff Hardy. Call him a poor man's Jeff Hardy because he is a poor man's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> the clothesline from Hull is <laughs> the, the most best, the, the most deadly leg drop this side of Wigan. <laughs> oh my god, that still tickles me oh, to this day. Bro. I I I still feel like I need to reconnect with with Sprouls and Tyler. Um, I feel like there's a unfinished rematch. business. Could you imagine? I I, think I, you I've, I've hinted at it. I've punted for it at a at a pre-show for North to have Biggin and Wigan too as a oh. pre-show. <laughs> what a show! Literally, so Sprawls and Tyler can kick the shit out of me. I feel like I owe them that. I, feel like <laughs> I owe them just to just to turn on me. <sighs> I owe them. I think. I think I owe Sprawls and Tyler to just to but they told, give me I'm a sure potato. Cage Tyler told me he made loads of money at that video. Was that a lie? Oh, I, I, I know he retired because he, he told well, me he retired he, on the money for he made for that. No, well, I might have done. I know he said he couldn't shake the that he couldn't get out of the shadow of it, and I was like, oh, uh, you so I just, you I, you, you just, killed his career. I was just doing it to pop some people on. You killed his career. Uh, <laughs> I was, just, I I was doing it to. I, I mean, I told a story, and it's 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 a bit it's a bit bittersweet to tell it here but um we lost a bit of a legend in the podcast world over the weekend uh, a chap by the name of blade braxton who does wrestle crap radio and uh just a lovely guy passed away on sunday and oh look at that. that's amazing um and we um and, and I, I got the chance to interview them years before i was doing stuff with cultaholic and the first thing that blade said to me was you're the guy that does Chris Sprouls and Cage Tyler. I was like, yeah, that's me. It was the first time somebody like what acknowledged what I was doing. I was like, oh my God. And it was a podcast that I love the bones off. And I never forget that. So it's it's so, lovely to hear when people mention it. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out to that guy. That's 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 horrible here about that guy because wrestle crap's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's horrible. Absolutely. That's horrible, man. But you know, nothing nothing but love. Nothing but love. Mm. And uh Oh, look at this. Do you know what always wound me up when the rock put up his middle finger he never he done it like you know the americans he, he kind of kept the other fingers you can't see the podcast but like i've kind of i'm showing grado like you kind of keep the the, the fingers Aye. half up as well cuddle. like it feels quite a lot of work to do it that way it, it doesn't does. feel quite natural but this is where the rock kind of leans into the fact and the rock was always really good at this he leans into when he's getting booed and he just goes all right if you think i'm a bad i'll just be a bad he plays up to it he's he, uh, he's got the perfect he did it with rock Hogan. he did it against hogan the following year and he just yep. went, i'll be an ass then i'll be an ass 
It's fine. But I forgot about the ring bell bit. Actually, I did as well. I forgot all how, of how, how how cool does it look when when a bald guy gets color? <laughs> oh, Austin, Austin, you know, bought a house on that one bit of color that he got, where mm-hmm. running down his face, it looks like a horror. That's that that made them right. That's that's really that's where them. it all began, isn't it? That's where it all began. Have you ever got? You hang, like, have you miss blood? Gone wrong. Do you miss blood? Do I miss blood? I don't know. I miss I blood mean, when, it's, when it's right to do it. Is it a packet of salt and vinegar square? Nah, you you get amongst it. I think when it's right to do blood, it makes sense to do blood. I'm not like overly precious about it having to be there for the sake of being there. When the occasion calls for it, then yeah. Like, could does this? I mean, this match, like, okay, they, it's great that there's all the blood, but I don't think I lose anything from there not being blood from both. If you see what I mean. I love it. Do you miss blood? I mean, I, I totally get. I know there's been a big kind of thing about blading over the years and stuff like that. But if it can be done safely, man. At the right times, no every week. No every week. But I think it, it's nice to see a wee bit of a, a crimson... What do they call it? A, crim, a, a crimson mask. A crimson mask. Get him with the crimson mask. I'm going to sound like the biggest fucking Mark wrestler ever, but there is nothing better than being in... An intense match built up and getting color. I'm I'm mad for it. Can can you remember a particular occasion where you did that stands out? When I done it, hmm? the first time I bladed was in my grand's bedroom when I was twelve years old, and I wrestled as Steve Austin's brother, badass Mike Austin. That was my character. Nice. And I was wrestling uh, my granny's pillows. And I had a bottle of iron brew. And and by the way, I, I, when I wrestled as badass Mike Austin, I wore my grand's tights. Cool. You know, like the black tights that she wears. Right up to my, to make it look like I was wearing black wrestling tights. And I also had a wee, she also had a wee tartan jacket, a wee tartan waistcoat that Stone Cold has. You know, that kind of shape, but it was in tartan. That she would wear it when she would go to, to Tesco's and stuff like that. And so I had my granny's tights on and I had... The, the wee tartan jacket, and I thought, right, I'm going to get colour the night when I wrestle this match as soon as I stop listening to Talk Sport with Alex Shane. What I then done was sneak through at the back door, smashed the bottle of iron brew, came back into my granny's bedroom, and I just ripped my forehead open and was bleeding everywhere, 12 year old. And it was the best up until when my uncle Jimmy walked in and Saw me standing there in his mother's tights, <laughs> a tartan waistcoat, with blood streaming all down my face. He says, "What the fuck are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, to non-wrestling fans, that's quite that's quite a difficult thing to explain. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> standing there in my, 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 my old granny's tights. I've told that story before, but I love telling it. I don't think you told it here, at least. I don't, no, I no, told... no! Did I really? No, 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 you haven't told it here. Hey, that's fine. Yes, you haven't told it here. No, it's new. <laughs> this is new to us. You told it on Wrestling Daft, I believe. I don't think you've told it here. I think this, right, is, uh, this is new to us. So, right, the the, the you know it's bad because the announce table's gone and the emergency announce table is gone. <laughs> this is this is the, the depths that the WrestleMania 17 is at at the moment. This has been a great, like, this This is the pinnacle of an amazing WrestleMania. 
Like easily top. Oh, listen, mate. Listen, mate. Right for the very start, that Regal and Jericho loved that. I even loved Test and Eddie. Mm. I loved the, the obviously the TLC. And then what was good about that? Oh, he's gone up for the start. He's gone for the stunner. The, the, the. No. Now, he always got loads of heat for this sharpshooter. I think because Brett was always very much very cautious about the precision and connection of the sharpshooter, where Rock just kind of did like a cartoon version of the sharpshooter. I think that's why he gets I get a lot it. of As heat if, for it. I, he, he, I know what you mean by that. It's like he's playing a, a guy that can put on a sharpshooter. I get yeah. what you mean by that. It's like an anime version of the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like the whole point of the move is sort of di- taken away for the fact that it just looks like the sharpshooter. I think. But I listen, this 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 event, if it's if if for me it's ECW one night stand, but this is probably second best event. The first one night stand. There you, the go. Next time. there you go. Now that is the. I just apologies to interrupt you, but I just there was Steve Austin doing very very self aware doing a throwback to WrestleMania 13. That's right. Where he leans up, bellowed, blood pours down. Nice little contrast. But, See, that's but, what I'm saying. That's that's the the, the the drama of this. Where you know he sticks his head up, he's big bald, he blood running everywhere. Look at the rock, man! Yeah, the, I didn't I remember forgot. he had as much color as that. Yeah, I forgot how much the rock bled in this one. And there is somebody in the background. There's only one person in the crowd with two replica belts. You remember when it was hardly anybody had a replica belt? Yeah, they felt special. Everybody's got a replica belt. I'll tell you what else that they don't have in this crowd that is everywhere. Not a single camera phone. That always stands out to me when I watch these. There's a few few old school cameras. There's a few cannons. There's a few disposables. Nobody's there holding their phone up. And and it's like, just, just watch it. It's fine. Like, and doesn't that remind you of that attitude there as well? When the rock would go up the top rope and you just see all the flashes. flashes <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Stunning. You don't get that anymore because of the camera phones. No, there's no people there either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be difficult yeah, to replicate. <laughs> Distinct lack. Of, I know they try and do it. Like, I mean, like Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend brought that back with like the lights on the cameras sort of as fireflies for many years. That was a nice thing, but certainly no flash bulbs anymore. No, and, and, and look at the, 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 the wrestling camera journalist team running about the ring as well. We don't get that anymore. Great. He's just clicking. Is Bill Apter there? Watch the guy. Go- oh, would Ap- would Apter still be here? Would Apter be, should he have to be at a point now where he's sending underlings to do this sort of stuff for him? <laughs> you should have to be right. heading down the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't need he's to do any of that himself. anymore. He's, 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 he's above being ringside. I'll be, be a junior. Do Get down ringside. I'm Bill Apter. I can't do an impression of Bill Apter. Look at, look at, look at that. Look at, just look. Imagine being there that night. The front row. What's the biggest show that you've attended as a fan? <laughs> like in terms of like size. I'd probably. Well, I was at WrestleMania 27, which was the shits. Oh. Um, but I'd probably say Rebellion 2001. The Rock oh, versus Stone Cold. Oh, nice. The best, mate. I'm no joking you. That was the best day of my life. November the 3rd, 2001. I went down with my mum. We went down on the train. We got there at 12. I waited to see all the wrestlers go in. And, mate, this, again, I'm going to go back to it, right? But I have this image, mate, of this image of standing at the gates of Manchester Evening News Arena and seeing a busload of wrestlers and picking out Steve Austin, picking out 
uh, Farouk and Bradshaw picking out Just Incredible in the bus and driving in. And I can always remember that. Oh, wow. And I went, I want to do that when I'm older. I'd love to be walking in the bus and going to Manchester News Arena. And I did eventually manage to do it with TNA. We drove in. And do you know what? It was weird, man. It was quite emotional. I remember when the bus drove in because I was thinking, and I saw wee guys and I went, wow, man. I've, had, I'm, I've lived the dream here. I've literally You've lived the it. dream. Just wee, just wee things like that. Do you know what I mean? Just wee things like going yeah. in the bus where there are other wrestlers. Absol- oh, absolutely. That's th- that's a thing, man. That's that is it. That is it. And it's it was lovely watching you watching you do stuff in TNA. I think it's just nice. It's it's just the old thing. a lot of shite. I had a good I had a good uh, fun backstage, man, but it was rubbish. But but as far as I was concerned, watching on the screen, it was just it was some it was a good person doing good things. Like, you know, getting good things. And that was what it was all uh, about. You know, oh, I, I know you. I hear what you're saying that it might not have been sort of creatively, spiritually, no, nah. what it what it you wanted it to be or what it was what it should have been. But nah. I was just flung on in an X division match. <laughs> you know, this I mean? is Monsters Ball, isn't it? You've done that. <laughs> well, the first Monster Ball was five stars. The second Monster Balls was a, was a dud. Still so did it. it. Still did it. There <laughs> uh, we go. They go for the center. There center. you go. Ost now now. Give us some analysis on the Rock Stunner because the Rock Stunner was always Lazy. a weird little floppy number. <laughs> He's no selling that, is he? <laughs> when you think Again, about what the Rock does for him, yeah, you know I what I mean. Very animated, a very animated version of a Stunner, though. I but no, but what I'm saying is, I thought you were asking about how Austin sells it. Oh, how Austin sells it? No, I, like more, the, more rock the Rock sells. Oh, the Rock has the best. Oh, the Rock is the best sell, but did you see Austin take that there? It was a bit like fuck. I'm giving him nothing here. Sack potatoes, isn't it? He, Aye. he ain't going up for that. He ain't going up. For, it's almost like he's punishing him for <laughs> delivering an anime stunner. Oh, now this ow. is this is where I was like, as a wee boy, I went, why is he coming then? Mm. You're right. like, who's he? Who's he here to did help? You, right, we all know what happens at the end of this match. Maybe there might not be, but did you expect it? No. I kind of the 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 cog started turning just before the finish but i was like I, I think because this is a rivalry that has been so ingrained in my brain as a fan that i couldn't i couldn't comprehend it and, and it let made no this, sense tom. let me ask you this tom did your fragile little teenage mind at the time ever go wcw was bought over last week goldberg's gonna maybe run in or sting no or, you know what I mean? Did that never cross your mind as a kid? That was in the back of my mind constantly through this match. How would you have felt if it happened? Goldberg huh? bombed to the. How would you feel if Goldberg had bombed to the ring? Wow, could you imagine? I mean, don't get me wrong. I lost my shit when I seen fucking Lance Storm just sitting in the in the gantry with Hugh Morris and Sean Stasiak. That to me was the coolest. WCW wrestlers. As mm-hmm. it said along the bottom. But, but, but this was my mind. This was in my mind that they were going to get involved. But that's what happens when you're young. I loved being able to be, you know, could it happen? Could it not? But there's something magic in being on the other side of that, isn't there? Like being able to sort of weave that element of doubt as a wrestler and go and tell that story. But we don't want to give you that. Mm. You know what I mean? About like Chris Tarrant. But we don't want to give you that at the right time. We don't want to give you that. You know, this, you know this isn't going to win it because he's facing the wrong way. He's not. It's not a hard cam people's elbow. It loses right. minus three power. But then you didn't know that when you were 14, 15, did you? I had a little inkling. I didn't think that was going to I thought I was going to kick out. 
I thought, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I was an ass. Uh, oh my god! I knew it wasn't going to win. It wasn't when did you, when did you find out about Santa? At fucking eighteen months. <laughs> Come I, on, man! I sussed that the year that I got nothing but jumpers for Christmas from my aunties and uncles. <laughs> Santa clearly That's hates right. me. <laughs> look, at, look at Vince. Look at Vince running, man. How funny is that? This is I'll have this bit, Bosh. Oh, this was that for me. I like the I like Austin's rock bottom. I like Austin's rock bottom. Yeah. He he goes down like proper old school Uranagi style, and I like yeah. it, and I like it a lot. But I don't know. What, at this point, I'm going. What's wise Vince there? Who does he want to win? Yeah. At this point, I've no clicked on. Even now, you're like you're at this point. You're like, okay, is he just there just to cause trouble? Mm-hmm. I know. He, I know he stopped the Rock from winning, but is he going to stop Austin from winning? Or what is this? I think by this point, maybe the cogs are turning a little bit because. Uh. You're seeing that desperation from Austin that's going to come shortly. Because it's from so here that this Errol's kid's bumped. Errol's ref bumped. There goes Earl. Thanks for coming, Earl. Thanks for coming. There, we go, there, there it is. Go. That was where I went, no, no. No, you that's- really you really were clued up because I even had it. I mean, I knew what a bad guy done and what a good guy done, but no, even to the point, I would never have realised that he was going to be a bad guy. Oh, there comes this to you. Even then, mate, even at this point, I still didn't know. Even now, oh, I was at this point. I was, I was fantasy in my mind six months. <laughs> but not, not, <laughs> that's brilliant. But in my mind, because of that interview that Jr. had done with the Rock and Stone Cold prior, Stone Cold was like, "I need this title. I need this title more than you can ever imagine." So I was just thinking, well, if he needs to use Vince, he needs to use Vince. So right. I didn't see it as bad. I just felt, oh my god, he's fucking clutching the straws here, using the chair for, for Vince. I didn't quite click on. Oh, so you just thought, well, Vince is ringside. They're not connected, but he's going to make... I, I was just like, I was like, I have no idea why Vince wants Austin to win, but I know why Austin's taking gimmicks for Vince to try and fucking win. But that Sorry for swearing for a lot, by the way, sorry. Now you're fine. That pop for The Rock kicking out, this is... That was loud. That was loud. And this is in It Texas. was almost as big as uh, Linda McMahon getting up out of her chair. Oh, loudest pop of the night from wow. Texas. Zombie Linda coming back to life. What what a moment. Christ. That was that was a true WrestleMania moment. Yep. I don't care what you say. True WrestleMania so, moment. Zombie Linda waking up. So, by the way, there we go. We've had a couple of middle fingers, which are... Oh, he goes up for the rock bomb. Which, by the way, I think... I think the middle finger has, is overused right now in AEW. Everybody's doing it. It really annoys me. But that's just Steve Austin but... was the only one that middle fingered. Yeah, and that was and that was his There's thing. Only so many times you can do it. If, if everyone, I think only Maki Ito should do middle finger in AEW. Nobody <laughs> else. She's so superb. Here we go. Sensational. <laughs> Vince is Vince. What I've loved about Vince is, uh, did you see that video from last year with Vince taking the bump off the balcony? Yes, at the performance center. Like even at his age, he's still like, "Oh, there we go! Look at that!" Star. Oh my god! Christ! This should be at one, <laughs> two, and oh my! I tell you what, it puts me in mind of. I don't know whether you see there's videos on YouTube of of the game Heavy Rain, with like plus five thousand sensitivity on all the, the the facial movements. So everything is massively exaggerated. That's like that's like sensitivity up to five hundred percent. Steve Austin <laughs> bouncing around the ring. It's beautiful. It's everything about it is. I just look at the Rock struggling to get up using the ropes. At this point, we're like, 
this is going to happen. This is it. Oh my god! And that is a that is a that is a snug steel chair shot. They don't do them anymore. So at this point, no, no, nah, still not happening yet. This is where Rock loses. Austin loses mind here. Just uh, this is he's this is it. He's gone. He's, his, he's head's go, his head's gone. His head's gone. He, I, he's demented. And I, I swear to God, I'm still telling the truth at this point. I don't know that he's trying to be a bad guy. I'm just telling you how I felt when I was young. That's fine. No, that's fine. I get it. I get it. Because because thing is, like, it's in keeping for Austin to flip off the faces and the heels and all that all stuff. Because right. he was always he, the anti-hero. So it's in keeping. He just wanted his title. But this, this finish this is, is a brutal. Quality finish. Yeah. Quality finish. Ray finish, weirdly. Like, just to go, oh, the best. him with a chair and then he's going to die. Like, and JR just bellowing. Listen to JR. What the hell is this? It's a new champion. Go on, Paul. And listen to what does what JR say? And I... I and knowing what we know now, I can tell that JR isn't comfortable. Know that he's not comfortable, but he doesn't think this is the best idea for us. But he's to selling here. it. That's the difference, though. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he's not comfortable with it, he's certainly giving me the impression that he's on board oh, with the angle. So he can turn it into anger. Mm. Right. I'll tell you what. Taking out saying himself. I probably... Th- I probably clicked. That's the moment. That was the moment. That was it, the flip-off. and the- That was the moment, the finger to the guy in the crowd. I went, he's a bad guy. Oh. He's a bad guy. That was the moment, mate. I've been waiting on that. That was the moment where I went, wow. When he flipped off the crowd, that's when you know. Mm-hmm. And now he's drinking with Vince and that. If you, if there was ever a shred of doubt left, there they go. Now, there you, now, do you know what Steve Austin's plan, what Steve Austin pitched for this match, for the end of this match? Did you no. Hear? So Steve Austin no. pitched... The finish go down as it is, but at this point, as him and Vince are chugging Vince. beers, he stunners Vince. All that right. was the pitch. And 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 we talked about it on um we did a tier list over the weekend. I the, I said this is the greatest WrestleMania main event of all time, by the way. Um okay. and uh and I said no, because if you're gonna make him heal, it's just a confusing mess. If suddenly right. he stuns Vince, what was you know, I'd just just stick to your guns one way or another. And, and Tom you could argue that what this done for the Steve Austin character, for me, a lot of people say, you know, it was never the same when he turned into a bad guy, but think of the hilarious moments that we go with Kurt Angle, mm. with the Alliance, the original watch stuff, all stems for this. This was he, cool. I think he enhanced his legacy with the heel turn. Yep. I think he gave us a whole new series of wrinkles to Steve Austin, the character. I think you have the you run the risk of him. I mean, and that was kind of the, the impetus of all this in the first place. Steve Austin came back to a very different WWF after he left, and then the character. I think he was, was insecure. Different. Yeah, and you had and you had, but it was felt like the same old Steve Austin with new music. Mm-hmm. So he was going to have to mix it up, and he did. And then we got this this great asshole sort of heel run from Steve Austin and I think it added so much to his legacy but but it, but it is interesting because you know there is people still in that crowd that are refusing to boo yeah and you think was that the right time it's it's weird man because look this this is amazing but it is mental to think that he had like cuz I I believe in his head his insecurities was that he wasn't the top 
good guy anywhere and he wanted to spice. I genuinely know. I, 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 I think that's how he felt. But there must have been some point I can guarantee you that during that match, he's thinking, I don't know if this is the right idea. Mm. I, I, I can guarantee he's went, mm, maybe this is a bit too soon. And and to do, do you it think, you think Again, not, nothing to be like Stone Cold and they're not, but when I turned heel, I remember thinking, oh my God, the crowd haven't been as loud recently. And then the, the night that I did turn heel, they uh, had been the loudest they'd ever been for years. And I'm lying to Matt going, why am I turning heel right now? Why am I turning heel? But at the same time, I'm going, but it will have a bigger effect. So you Think big picture. Right. Big picture. Do you and regret him that night after it? Do I regret it? Mm. Um, kinda, 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 kinda. But I loved, I loved, I, I hated wrestling as a heel. However, I did, I did love the, the 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 promos and stuff like that, and I loved winding up the ICW fans because I was getting heat anyway for the fuck TNA, fuck TNA, and I just embraced it and I loved it. But I suppose I I, I regret that I couldn't do it full time. I couldn't be be a bad guy on Twitter. I couldn't be a bad guy in Greenock Town Hall in front of the kids, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. So, I get it, I get it. But listen, it always blew my mind. Here is a WrestleMania outro package. It always blew my mind thinking, my God, there must be a guy sitting there like basically pressing save as 10 seconds before oh, the show's ending yeah. to put this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. that that You want to talk about pressure situations at WrestleMania? The guy making Intense. this... <laughs> The guy sat in front of Adobe Premiere, like yeah, in the like, middle of a backstage area. On a fucking rod. On a Windows, not even a Windows XP at this point. Oh no, it would be like Windows 98, wouldn't it? Or Windows <laughs> Man. Windows NT. Jesus. Uh, but this was a hell of a WrestleMania. A hell of a, a WrestleMania. The old three seconds before the, the, the power nearly went completely out in that yeah, hardcore match. Yeah, they nearly took WrestleMania off the air. So, mate, like... We've just watched one of your three for your Desert Island graps. Uh, how does it feel watching it again in in this sort of environment? Uh, it's it's just it's just nostalgia, man. Yeah. It's brilliant. This has been good, like talking about you know how I felt when I was young, and as you say, being down the stairs, and you know it's like when when you realise that Stone Cold has turned into a bad guy. You've got that wee kind of urge in you to go up and wake up your mum and dad who couldn't give two fucks. But you feel like go up and wake them up yeah. going, believe it. Stone Cold Steve Austin has turned into a bad guy. Yeah, and that did cross my mind. I know your dad's working nights, but come on. Let's just tell him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wake him up and tell him. But this, and, and I remember, do you know what was so good about it as well, mate? This brings back memories of... I cannot wait to go to school and talk to my pals in the playground about this. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. College the next day, there were two lads who I used to knock about with who were wrestling fans, and it was we were just like, Steve Austin's a baddie. I can't believe it. Aye. Can't believe just the baddie. best. Linda's alive, you so can... that's all right. And and then there was also the, 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 the children that probably weren't allowed to stay up to, to watch it, and you, you know, you'd try and... But you couldn't keep that to yourself. You'd be like, Steve Austin is a champion, he's turned into a bad guy. If you base it on crowd reaction, surely the backlash main event is Steve Austin versus Linda. Mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Forget everything else. Forget everything else. Main event, Steve Austin, Linda. Book it. Book it. That's that's what people want. She's the hottest, the hottest baby face in the company right they now. The, that was the two. Honestly, that, that, that would that would have been that would have been a very 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 good shout for Linda. <laughs> 
Grado, do your thing. Plug all the things that you're currently doing. This is your time. Uh, I am a few. I am on. I am on a radio every morning, Monday to Friday, between six and ten on Go Radio. Uh, just shout launch Go Radio. I'm doing that every month, every Monday to Friday, between six and ten, talking a lot of shit. Um, that's what I'm doing. And also, if you want to give wrestling after we, yeah, um, plug it, plug because what, what I love about wrestling after, I don't love. I mean, I love sitting with Rav Florence and John and talking about wrestling. But the the big thing I love is hearing the the feedback for for guys on Twitter and their suggestions and their puns, and it's very I, I must it's quite Scottishy if you know what I mean. It's very kind of Scottish comedy. However, that can translate internationally and i think if you want to listen to just a couple of tubes i mean i know there's so many podcasts out there but give you listened after we chance because i will talk about myself 95 percent of the time and put myself over but isn't that what it's all about yeah that's 100 what Come it's on. all about grado thank you for joining me to watch wrestlemania 17 this has been an absolute delight it's been an, it's been oh, nice. mate, i've, I've being really, 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 really enjoyed myself, and I, I would like to say that I'm get, I'm geared up for watching this year's WrestleMania, but I don't really. Mm. Are you more oh. geared up than when you started, though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Life is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.